Hello, everyone, and welcome to Cooking with Positivity. I am your host, Zykeia McCoy, and here at Cooking with Positivity, we like to focus on positivity leading to success, whether that be in your business, in your love life, or in your everyday decision making. I'm going to go ahead and kick us off with our positivity poem for the month. It's time to step in that kitchen and whip up some positive magic. Write down your fresh ideas and let the positive melody sing onto your table, bringing glee to the hearts, minds, and souls for all your loved ones. It is Interview Wednesday. We will be interviewing Mr. Lawrence Hunter. We will be talking about his podcast, his holiday traditions, and his relationship with food. But when we come back, we're going to be joined by our CWF family member, and co-host, Lisa Deshawn. Have you ever wanted to start your own podcast? Well, I have. I have dreamed of starting my own podcast for so long, and I felt it would be a great way to showcase my business as a caterer and a writer and promote my business. And one of my favorite people suggested Anchor to me. And I tried Anchor, and I loved it. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, distributing, and monetizing your podcast. If you want your podcast heard on Apple, Spotify, and everywhere podcasts are heard, then Anchor is right for you. So if you want to live your dream, create your own podcast with easy and great tools, such as background and description and distributing your podcast on multiple platforms, go to anchor.fm slash start and start living your dream of your podcast today. Are you in need of food for your baby shower, wedding, work lunch, holiday party, or even dinner? Look no further than ZRZ Catering. Offering custom menus for every occasion and so many services. In-home instructions where the cook comes to your home and provides you with step-by-step walkthrough instructions on how to cook a meal of your choice. Kids cooking classes for only $5 a month. Setup or shipping options available for vending as well as seasonal sales and so much more. So be sure to stop by any social media outlet and go to ZRZ Catering on Facebook, Zykea McCoy on Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat. Check out ZRZ Catering food blog, as well as Chachi's Homemade for the seasonal sales. Hey, how are you today? I'm great, thank you. How are you? I am good. Uh, this crazy weather is trying to kick my butt, but other than that, I'm good. We had rain earlier, and then we had some snow, so I'm just trying to adapt. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's all a random weather. How's the weather out there? It's actually very lovely. That's good. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised this hasn't not, um, the wind hasn't kicked in yet, and it usually gets chillier uh, 
<clears throat> about this time out here in South San Francisco. Right. Oh, wow. Yeah, but it's actually very lovely. That's good. How was your weekend? Weekend was good. It's good, you know. Just chill. Um, didn't do too much of nothing. That's so, uh, talked to a few people. Uh, that's about it, you know. Um, you know, you gotta work hard so you can play later, you know. Right. <laughs> a lot of people, uh, they look forward to the weekend so they can go out and party and blow three, four hundred dollars, you know. Um, right. <laughs> oh yeah, going, we going out, you know, we gonna turn up. So turn up mean, your hair, your nails got to be done, you know. Uh, you got to go buy a new outfit, okay? Then uh, you go into the club. You want some appetizers, you know. <laughs> so that's, you know, you got to have some drinks. So that's, you know, three, four hundred dollars, you know, uh, on your weekend, you know. Um, hey, I want to do that as often as I can. But right now, it's all about working hard. Right. So I can play like that later. You know, a lot of people don't see, uh, you know, the big picture, you know. No, they definitely don't. One thing I did learn is <laughs> about me and my girlfriends. Because mm -hmm. we've been partying since we were teenagers. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we know how to party on a budget. Because <laughs> we was always making money. I know, that's right. So we carry that over into our adult lives and our family lives. And we don't do the club scene that much anymore. Yeah. But we still party like we in college or we teenagers because we know, like, after this night, we got to go back to our everyday lives. We have kids. <laughs> you know, we got stuff to do. Exactly. As far as especially bills, they don't never stop. So, no, never. So that's why the money can never stop. You can, yes. You know? And see, one thing I do is um, I cut corners, just like you said, hair and nails done. I don't, I don't do my um, fingernails. I don't put any polish on my fingernails because I, I do too much, especially in the kitchen, and I don't right. want to be putting the toxins in my mouth. Mm -hmm. But I do, I do my own toenails. Mm-hmm. Between my mother and my friends, I have two friends that do hair. My sister does hair. So mm -hmm. I cut corners there. Mm -hmm. And outfits, I don't wear 95% of my outfits because the weather doesn't permit. Uh -huh. So if I'm going out with my kids, I'm not going to put on, you know, my cute outfit going out. So I always got something to wear <laughs> that yes. somebody hasn't seen. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah, so I, we party on a budget. You got to learn how to party on a budget unless you throw on an event. <laughs> I feel you. Hey. Absolutely. Especially, um, I have, like, birthdays coming up, and like I told you, the holidays are big for us. So mm -hmm. it's a whole lot of travel and trying to get here and making sure we got enough food to visit, to visit and, you know, share amongst ourselves. So, partying on the budget is, I actually, I'm going out with one of my best friends um, this weekend. Uh-huh. 
and we're going to a lounge. But one thing we do is we pregame. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things that we've learned, you know, before going out, you don't want to spend your money on expensive watered down drinks. Mm-hmm. Get you a bottle, make your own right. drinks. Right. And I work, I have my, um, my bartender's uh, certificate. Mm-hmm. And my mixologist certificate. So I can actually create signature drinks. Nice. Yeah. So, and it's fun to do that. Like, you know, before you go out, get a nice little buzz on. And then when you get there, you ready to party. You're not worried about (laughs) getting drinks or this one buying drinks or none of that. You just worried about partying, dancing, going out, looking good and having a good time. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing. You gotta budget that stuff out, though. Yeah. My weekends are normally dedicated to my kids, so. Right. I don't really look like we do the library. Uh huh. Most Saturdays, because I do my aerobics class at the library. Oh, okay. 10 o'clock. So. And the library normally has, like, things going on for the kids. Like, they got Lego Club this Saturday. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be at the library all day Saturday until oh, okay. I go out Saturday night. So it's a win-win for me because I don't have to spend money for them to have a good time. I get mm-hmm. my workout in at the same location. Right. And we 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 have a great day. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, how was your Monday? How did you survive Monday, this Monday? Hey, like I always do. Kick it off with that positivity. All right. You know, got to kick it off. I know that's you know, great. The week, you know, um, <clears throat> excuse me. In fact, I, um, you know, had some business to take care of, what I could take care of on a holiday, you know, so certain things were closed. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but, um. It was just nice and chill, you know? Nice and chill. That's good. Uh, what I had to do, you know, uh, didn't have no problems, felt good, you know? Um, I spent the day, uh, you know, uh, doing some meditations and some, uh, manifestations. Okay. And some affirmations, you know, because I, I just had a lot of time on my hands, and, you know, uh, yesterday. And, you know, uh, it was 11 11. Yeah. 11 11. Supposed to be some good numbers, you know. <laughs> I don't so, play the numbers, but I'm uh-huh. so, like, my last four, my social, and my birthday uh-huh. has hit for other people. So. Oh. Yeah, and I'll be telling them, well, uh, where's my cut, you know? Ah, <laughs> you okay. use my numbers. I definitely will, shoot. They've been good luck for others, so. And stop it, would you? Okay. And that, mm-hmm. that's one thing, like, I don't, I don't gamble, I don't like to gamble, uh-huh. but they say the lottery is not like gambling, because... Mm-hmm. If you lose, you don't lose as much as you put in or something like that. I forget uh-huh. the saying, but um, okay. I have an ex who who used to get the scratchers and he used to get the yeah. lottery ticket every Friday. Yeah. 
and he used to be like, if you don't play, you don't win. And if you lose, you don't lose five grand. You can win five grand, but you don't lose five grand. In right. my mind, that's still gambling, but hey, I, mm-hmm. <laughs> I let him <laughs> do him. Yeah. I hear you. I, actually, he's I, one of the people who won off of my, one of my numbers, off, off my birthday, actually, it. yeah. Stop he won, it. he won, oh, $600? Nice. Yeah. And I was like, oh. okay, um, how much is that gonna come this way? You know? Okay. We are. <laughs> but yeah. he, he took me out, you know, we had a good time, so. I wasn't oh, complaining nice. too much. <clears throat> and bills right, were already right. paid, so. Right. I wasn't like, um, we could use that on such and such. So we were good. <laughs> I feel you. Yeah. Cool. I did, um, the surviving, uh, tip for this Monday was meal prep. Oh, because, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cause well, a lot of the times I find that people are not prepared for their week. Yes. Because they don't, you know, get organized. And this is right. farm fresh food month. So meal prep is important. Yes. And even though I don't have a nine to five, I still meal prep. Like I, I put down what I'm going to cook for the evening and all, all throughout the week, there's a plan of what's going to happen, what's going to be on my dinner table and mm-hmm. while my kids are in school, what I'm going to have for lunch. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. still prepare, even though I'm not, you know, maybe going anywhere that day. I don't have any meetings or anything. I'm mm-hmm. still preparing mm-hmm. because it makes your week go smoother, for one. Mm-hmm. And for two, it's a lot easier than trying to scramble at the last minute to get stuff done. Right. I definitely will say that. Now, do you meal prep at all? Um, Sometimes. Sometimes good. Okay. Not 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 all the time. Um, you know, I don't really eat a whole lot of food during the week, you know what I mean? Okay. I just don't. I just don't be really hungry. You know, I um for breakfast I have some fruit and some almonds. I love almonds. Okay. Um I have a um maybe two cups of coffee. Maybe a tea during the day, and then I, then when it's lunchtime, you know, I probably have another piece of fruit. And sometimes when I go home, I may eat something, you know, or I may not. Right. You know, because I just don't. I'm just not that hungry. I, you know. So they say, don't eat if you're not hungry. No, that's you're. That's definitely right. You're not supposed to force yourself to eat. And I've reverted back to like mostly liquids, mm-hmm. especially on Mondays. I don't want to start the week off really heavy, so uh-huh. I'll do a smoothie or yeah. drink a cup of juice right. in the morning. Because I'm not normally hungry in the morning, so breakfast is not really for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Unless mm-hmm. I'm craving like an omelet or something. Right, I have to be really, really hungry to get, you know, really throw down for breakfast. And I love omelets. And see, one of my things is um, when I was doing the Monday mornings, I was doing them live Monday mornings on Facebook. Mm-hmm. It's, it's brunch. It's brunch thing because that's around the time I start, you know, actually having an appetite mm-hmm. for food. Right. Because they say when you're not hungry for food, you're normally hungry for other things. 
right? Mm-hmm. So I could be hungry for money. I could be hungry for inspiration. I could be hungry for a number of things. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. one of the things that I've learned to, you know, pay close attention to going through my day is to make sure yeah. I'm noticing what I'm hungry for in the moment. Mm-hmm. And again, like you said, not forcing yeah. myself to eat when I'm not right. hungry for food. Right, exactly. You know, it used to be, you know, just eating, you know, just because it's breakfast, lunch, or, you know, yeah. dinner. Oh, yeah, I got to eat. It's lunchtime. Oh, I got to eat. It's dinner time. You know, I might go home and have a couple of leaves with <laughs> 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 some balsamic vinegar on there, you know. Yeah, and but some the tomatoes. See, and see, that's the thing where people get wrong. They tell us that, you know, we're supposed to have something in our system throughout the day because mm-hmm. it's supposed yeah. to speed up your metabolism. Right. But that doesn't work for everybody who doesn't, mm-hmm. for one, have a fast metabolism, and for two, who don't really enjoy the food or not working it off and all of that mm-hmm. stuff. Like, it's so many different factors that play into food consumption mm-hmm. as well as how your body reacts to the food that you're putting in. Yeah. 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 And yeah, that's, so, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, 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 I was in most of my, um, uh, pants and jeans and stuff was a. Uh, I was looking at some yesterday because I had the laundry, and I'm like, "What size are these?" It was eight, a size 18 jeans, and I tell you, oh my goodness, I have. I, I gotta be two dress sizes down. Oh wow! Yeah, because they're so darn. But all my jeans are baggy now. I mean, baggy, saggy, look bad. I was like, oh, my God, I'd be, man. And so my extra larges are even a little baggy. I'm looking at my, I got on, I have on a pair of my favorite joggers. Mm-hmm. Ooh, these are my favorite. <laughs> and, man, I look different in these. So I have to. So I know now I, I'm sure that I can get in the uh, extra large, no problem. Some of my stuff is extra large, mm-hmm. but, I, you know, I'm going to test it out. Because, you know, it, all clothes are cut differently. Yes, they definitely are. I, you know, so, I had that issue Yeah, uh, with so ordering I, stuff I in the mail, girl. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to check the extra large and see uh, some new extra larges and see how that fits. Because I may be able to get into a large. In fact, I got into a large dress okay. uh, on my birthday, and that joker was. Woo. I know that's listen. It was looking <laughs> real, real right. Okay, I hear that. And see, that's that's one of the things I had to, you know, get my mind right when I did my detox because uh-huh. Uh-huh. I lost a yeah. lot of weight. Yeah. And my clothes were not fitting right. And I was uncomfortable, you know, in my skin pretty much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I only could wear, like, certain things. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. time to reassess some things. Right, right. 
And, you know, I'm yeah. losing weight in, like, only, like, certain areas of my body. So maybe mm-hmm. my my top size is the same, but my bottom mm-hmm. size has shrunk a little bit. And my favorite yeah. jeans, they don't look the same. <laughs> and it was heartbreaking. Man. But that's oh, why I kept some of my clothes, too, from when I was smaller. Because my mom was like, you should get rid of it. You got all of these clothes. And I was like, I'm not going to get rid of everything. Because right. weight fluctuates and it changes. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't want to go back up. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm really uh, happy that I've uh, shredded a few pounds. You know, and that's um, all that matters, right there. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm really happy. You know, especially um, those dresses that I, I mean, I could get in them, but now they look really, really good. You know, because I was blessed. Uh, not to have uh, a big stomach. I just have the, uh, I have a food pot. Okay. <laughs> um, and shucks, you get you a nice um, pair of uh, control top panties, man, you gonna, you put on a, a nice, because I like body kind dresses. I like fitted dresses. I like loose dresses too. Right. But, um, you know, the body cons, you know, the fitted dresses, they are so, they, they, they cook, they nice. I just like them. I just like the way, if you, you don't have a belly, you can certainly pull it off. And even if you do, hey. I was about to say, I got a belly. I still rock my certain stuff. Even yeah. with my belly. That, that body magic is so do wonders. If you're trying to look real good, you know, if you're going out to an event or something and you want to look fabulous, you can throw that joke on. You know? But see, that's the thing. I don't use anything. Mm-hmm. I don't use girdles, none of that. Yeah. Right? I just put my clothes on. And a lot yeah. of the times, like, certain outfits, I think I'm going to have issues, like, you know, with the tummy or whatever. Yes. Those would be the outfits that everybody else loves. So I'm mm-hmm. just like, okay, I need to take mm-hmm. my head out of it. Uh-huh. And just go for it. Because I wore mm-hmm. a bodysuit on a cruise I went to a few years ago. Uh-huh. And I was in love with this bodysuit. I was just like looking at the pictures. I was like, oh my God, my stomach though. You can see my stomach. My breasts yeah. are bigger and they stick out more than my stomach. But I was like, you know, the stomach is still noticeable. But that's right. like everybody else's favorite pictures. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I, I need to get out of my own head and get out of my own way. Oh, yeah. Whatever, work, whatever <laughs> works for you. Whatever works for the individual, you know. Because I, I ain't got time to be walking around with no, no garment on all the time. I, like I said, I'm, yeah. I'm blessed. Yeah, I don't have, you know, I don't have that belly, and I like to wear, you know, those fitted dresses because uh, those garments, my goodness. <laughs> and I actually, I want to say I wore, uh, no, I didn't wear a fitted dress this year for my birthday. I wore, um, I wore my jumper. I finally got my jumper mm-hmm. with the shorts. It wasn't, um, you know, the pants. Oh, okay. it was the shorts, and I was like, yes, I've been trying to get this look for. I want to say five years, five birthdays. And it seemed like every time it got close to my birthday, something would happen. Oh, wow. Wow. And it was like, yep, they didn't have it in my size. I couldn't find it in the stores. They didn't have it in the right color. Whatever it takes for five years, for five birthdays, 
Yeah. It's been an issue. So I can get this look. But this year, uh, that just, my birthday that just passed, I was able to get the jumper and I had a shirt to go with it. My shoes did not show up. So my look was not 100% complete, but I have boots that were similar to my sneakers that I ordered. Mm-hmm. So I was able to, you know, kind of pull the look off. But okay. I was like, now nah, I need to focus on my next year's look as far as my okay. birthday because I got this one out the way. I'm not chasing this anymore <laughs> because for whatever reason, these shoes and the shoes is crazy because I ordered them first. Right. I ordered them first. I ordered them, I want to say, at least two weeks and a half before my birthday to make sure they had enough time to get to me. Right. And to make sure I could fit them, everything looked good. Right. My jumper came in three days. The shoes did not, and I was like, I ordered these after. Like, what is happening? Like, what is going on? Hmm. And my mom was like, well, maybe those shoes wasn't meant for you. Right. And I was like, you're right. Maybe they're not. I'm not going to fight it. I'm not even going to try no more. I just wanted my money back. That's it. Okay. Uh, They gave me a hard time with that. But other than that, I was just like, because I wanted the shoes. I was like, they are really cute. They look comfortable. And they've been on my wish list for like a month. So when I was finally able to, you know, check that off my wish list, I was hyped. But then when they didn't come, I was like, come on. So it's one of those things where I just have to take that as maybe they weren't meant for me. Maybe I'm meant to hold out or something else. Okay. (laughs) Now, uh, it is our Fine Fresh Food Month, and we're going to be interviewing uh, Lawrence... Ladies, we never need a reason to fabify ourselves, but we do need the tools to do the job. A few extras here and there never hurt anyone. With lush mink lashes like angel wings and bundles and wigs worthy enough to grace every crown, blessed her hair has just the tools you need to get the job done. Stop by blessedherhair.com and grab the tools to finish fabifying your look today. Are you a bridesmaid? Are you responsible for the bachelorette party or the bridal shower? Well, have no fear. The perfect gift baskets are here. With a bachelorette basket packed with the Bridesmaid Survival Kit book, signature drink recipes, custom party games, five flasks, and a sample tray to get the party started, you can't go wrong. And with a bridal shower basket that is packed with a gift for the bride-to-be, custom bridal shower games, a sample tray to get your day started, as well as a bride-to-be sash. So be sure to stop by ZykeaMcCoy.com to grab your gift baskets today. It's time to take the stress out of travel plans. You need to stop shopping around 
for the best deals and let Diamantina take care of everything you need. With her passion for helping families create memories they will cherish for a lifetime and her ability to assist the disabled with travel needs, Diamantina has your affordable travel all sewn up. Everyone deserves to enjoy travel, and with Diamantina, you'll enjoy your trip from start to finish. Stop by dmc.d3travelgroupllc.com and let Diamantina set you up on the best stress-free vacation memories are made of. Fantastic. Good, good. Glad to hear it. All right. Now, Lawrence, can you tell our listeners a little about yourself, about your podcast and everything that you have going on? Uh, Sure, sure. So I am a former uh, police captain uh, from the city of Waterbury in Connecticut. Uh, I was born in uh, Massachusetts, raised in the city of Connecticut, well, in the state of Connecticut and city of Waterbury. we call it the center of the universe. We we kind of a running <laughs> joke. Around. We call it. It's kind of a running joke around the Waterbury. But anyway, that's where I'm from. That's where I was. I was born. You know, kind of raised here. Uh, became a police officer here and traveled up through the ranks. Became a police captain and retired at that rank. I retired recently back in February um, after 24 years of service. Um, and I have a couple of kids, uh, married, um, and. Uh, upon retiring, I started a podcast called Captain Hunter's Podcast. Now, Captain Hunter's Podcast is geared towards um, bridging the divide between the uh, police and the public, particularly the black community. Um, as we many of us may know and understand that uh, the black community has always had an enmity um, and always been a divide between the, the, the black public and the uh, police departments throughout the country, not just obviously where I live. Yeah. So uh, becoming becoming a police officer, um, I wanted to, you know, I didn't understand, you kind of understand some things as a little kid, you know, you hear different things. Um, but then there was obviously an outreach program to get more people to become uh, police officers. This is in the mid-90s or so. Um, mm-hmm. And so I took that opportunity, you know, became a police officer. And as I educated myself more in black history, more in police history, I understood why that divide exists. And um, since I was given an opportunity uh, to become that which we were always uh, against, for lack of better terms, um, I I feel it's uh, now in the best interest of all of us to get these two groups of people to come together. Uh, I realize it's an uphill battle, but I think it's one that is worth going for. So I try to uh, have a lot of different um, episodes on different people from different perspectives, uh, academics, and um, just sometimes me just kind of just giving my two cents about what's going on in the world or what happened with this police shooting, what happened with that police shooting, um, why the police do what they do, and things like that. So that's kind of where I come from. I try to release an episode once a week. Uh, usually on on Sundays, um, but uh, but that's what I do. Okay. Now this is our Farm Fresh Food Month, so we're going to be talking about food, of course. Okay. And um, I want to know what's your relationship with food. Uh, so my relationship with food is that I am pretty much addicted to sweets. Oh wow! Uh, I okay. Had, <laughs> I had a very uh, heavy sweet tooth as a kid, um, and uh, that kind of continues to today 
I do the best I can to keep it under control. Um, but, uh, but I still have a, a love affair with ice cream, uh, and anything that's and sweet and all that kind of stuff. I think that's everybody's, uh, weakness who is not too lactose intolerant. Because as African Americans, we are all lactose intolerant, depending on how African our roots go. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's actually an interesting point. And I was reading something the other day. Uh, actually, no, I, I don't know if I was reading it or watching it or whatever, but they were talking about, and once again, this, this whole, uh, world that we kind of live in, um, is sometimes we don't realize how, um, ingrained we are in, um, uh, a system that is not really ours. So we take a look at the food chain. You guys probably know all about this. When you look at the, at the recommended daily allowances that the FDA and all these other professional organizations suggest that we eat, um, it's actually pretty racist in and of itself, right? Because a lot of black people and a lot of, a lot of other people are lactose intolerant. Right. Yet, uh, these FDAs and all that kind of stuff suggest that we eat uh, so much dairy every day. So right. I, I always thought that was very interesting, you know, so. And see, I have this conversation with my uh, brothers often because they like to eat cereal and things like that as far as, you know, for breakfast. But they have to be mindful because they have the stomach issues later. And me, I'm I'm not as lactose as they are. I'm going to say that. Because I can eat ice cream or eat a bowl of cereal. Now, not to say it won't catch up to me, you know, within hours, but theirs is, like, immediate. So I found it very interesting. And I had this conversation, actually, with them last night. You know, I was telling them, you know, that just means you're more African. You're rooted (laughs) in the more African ancestry than I am. And he was like, I don't think that's funny. And I was like... It's not to be funny or humorous, but it is funny to me that you're more African than me. And that his girlfriend made a statement that he looked more African. But that's a whole other story. We're not going to even get there. <laughs> now, what yeah. is your favorite sweets besides ice favorite. cream? What is your favorite dessert? Um, besides ice cream, that would probably be carrot cake. Carrot oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 I love carrot cake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really, it's really a problem. I mean, those, those two, but I've had, let me just, can I just back up for a second here? So I, I've actually, um, uh, had to really kind of tailor down, you know, as we get older and everything like that, um, we understand that we can't do the things we used to do, eat the same things that we used to eat uh, right. years ago. So actually, <laughs> Last year, and one of the things that precipitated my um, retiring uh, kind of early, earlier than I wanted to anyway, was the fact that I actually had a triple bypass oh, wow. last year. Yeah, okay. so um, so I actually really have to watch what I eat. So, uh, you know, carrot cake and uh, ice cream and stuff, I really, I can probably only eat it like once a year or so. So I really oh, had, to, okay. had to scale back <laughs> drastically on the things that I, that I would eat. You know. uh, that's understandable. Now, with the holidays coming up, how is that, you know, how does that work? Because Thanksgiving is heavy, a heavy, heavy holiday, I will say, as far as food goes. We have the big turkey and ham, etc., and so many different desserts. So how did you navigate through that? 
So this is actually going to be my first time. So what happened was uh, last year I had the triple bypass. So at this time last year, um, I was still kind of getting gaining my appetite back. Oh. Um, so this year is going to be the first year where I have a full appetite. And I'm actually very nervous and scared about that because I don't want to overindulge. But I think, I think the biggest thing is just watch my portions. And that's what I'm doing now. I mean, I can eat things occasionally, but you just, you know, if you're going to eat a, the, the daily recommended allowance is recommended, once again, here's that word, is, <laughs> um, is you know, like one or two scoops of ice cream, sometimes even half a scoop or half a cup or whatever, however they, so, you know, you can't, I can't eat a big bowl of ice cream. Right. You know, you just have to eat it in proportion. So, um, if you, if you look at the calories in, in, uh, a carrot cake, you know, if I, if I cut the carrot cake into thirds and just eat like a third of it today, a third of it tomorrow, then that should be okay. So that's kind of what I try to do. So uh, portion control is major. Yeah. And I find yeah. that that is major with the holidays coming up. Everybody ignores portion control, and that's why I shared the uh, turkey meatball recipe as opposed to a whole bird, because you can kind of control that portion a bit better than, you know, trying to finish off a whole bird later throughout the week, and I feel like that's where we go wrong with the holidays, especially the holidays in our waistline. Uh, yeah, holidays and I always like. So one thing I do try to do is, particularly during this this time of year, is really kind of stack up more on the vegetables, right? The corns, the the greens, um, and I really try to go heavy on those. And I had to cut back on the on the starch, the macaroni and cheese, and oh, ham and all that kind of uh, stuff. So, so. Oh, I feel for you. I really do, yeah, especially when it comes to Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> you just yeah, mentioned yeah. like everything I look forward to on the Thanksgiving holiday is. The, it's hard. It's hard. Believe me, I know it's hard. It really is. <laughs> but I did want to interject. Corn is not a vegetable. It is a starch. Okay. And okay. we've been um, lived, listening to that myth for decades. My mom still tells me it's a vegetable. You grew up with it being a vegetable, but corn is a starch. We do not digest corn like we do every other vegetable. Okay. Well, and it expands it expands inside of you. So it is a starch and we have to be mindful of that because my kids and I we love corn. But I yeah, always I like have to too, put man. some green on their plate. So whether it be a green bean, uh cabbage or cat uh collard greens, something, it has to be green. And they're like, Why we have two vegetables? I was like, Corn is not a vegetable. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes. I learned something today. Yes. So do you have any traditions that you follow as far as, you know, the holidays? Um, the only traditions that we have is just kind of everyone getting together. There's no okay. set. Um, uh, usually Thanksgiving is either at my house or at my sister-in-law's uh, house. Christmas is usually always here because my wife's family did not grow up celebrating Christmas. So we always have Christmas okay. uh, here at my house. But those are the only two uh, traditions that we have. Now, there's nothing special that we do. I mean, we have the traditional turkey, but sometimes I've made um, as an extra meat some uh, lamb or oh. uh, something like that. So, But there's nothing in particular that we do that is extra special um, concerning those times. We just kind of just eat. We'll sit back and watch the game. Some of us will go in the other room and play some, some uh, games, uh, board games or whatever, and we just try to make a nice time out of it. So that's pretty much awesome. the only tradition that we have. Now, do you help cook? I know you said you like Absolutely. 
I absolutely <laughs> do not help cook. Oh only, no! <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that I will, if I if I want lamb, then I will make that. Um, I do go out and maybe get a pie or something like that, but I I, I do not help cook. Oh man! Cook. Now lamb is is not a traditional Thanksgiving uh, thing. So is that part of like your heritage, your background? What so um, yeah, so we would eat that. And I, I don't know why we would eat that, but we we would eat that at my aunt's house. Um, mostly, I remember it on Easter. And I'm not sure if they kind of just did it for just, you know, because of the lamb of the world that was born or whatever. So I, I'm not just exactly sure. But I personally like it. A lot of people don't like it. It's, they think it's kind of gamey or whatever. So I don't cook it very often. I, I just get it because I want it. But, um, uh, yeah, once again, that's probably, yeah, so I would guess, I would say that it would be my tradition that we would eat it uh, occasionally for the big holidays being uh, Thanksgiving, Christmas, and uh, Easter. But uh, yeah, That is amazing. I'm always looking to change up and go the non-traditional route. I did duck uh, one year. My mom was not, okay. she was not there for that. But um, my kids and I, we enjoyed it. And I'm always looking to... I'm not, I'm not <laughs> Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I've had it, I'm just not, I don't know, I'm not fond of it. But. It's, I, I think it's how it's prepared, because I've learned, like, especially with certain things that I didn't have growing up or didn't enjoy growing up, and that's mostly because my mom didn't cook it, because she didn't eat it, she didn't like it, she didn't enjoy it, so she wouldn't, you know, implement it in our meals, but actually... Growing up and being in the kitchen and learning how to prepare certain things to my liking, I have grown to love certain things that I didn't grow up eating and enjoying. So I feel like it's how it's prepared because the first time I've ever had duck, it was at a friend's house. And her mom, she did her thing. It was very good. I didn't even miss turkey. I was like, turkey, what? Like, it was, it was that good. And so for me, I was like, okay, I need to learn how to cook it that way that I had it because I made it my first Thanksgiving with my family and we, it came with orange sauce and all of that and we just put it on there. We were like, okay, maybe it's supposed to go on there. Worst idea ever. Don't do that. If you are listening and you have duck and they give you the orange packet with the orange sauce, don't put it on your whole duck. Use it as okay. a dipping sauce or something because the orange will blow your mouth out. Everything will taste orange. It doesn't go well with like mac and cheese or, or cabbage or anything because everything tastes like it has orange on it. So don't do that. But I've made it a couple of years after that and I made it like I would make my turkey. You know, I seasoned it up to my liking and it came out perfect. And it's, see, just like you said with the lamb, like it's not everybody's cup of tea. But if you learn how to prepare it, I think you I know. Actually, I actually um, just kind of uh, marinated in barbecue sauce. It may sound weird, but I actually marinated in barbecue sauce, and that kind of takes the gaminess away, and it makes it come out nice and succulent. And um, okay. and, that's, and that's you know, just kind of just bake it, uh, you know, marinated in barbecue sauce, and that really that does a trick for me. That is amazing. Yeah. 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 I've had lamb. My first, my first introduction to lamb, I was at a friend's house 
one of the first times my mom ever let me, you know, spend a night at someone's house other than like family members. And her dad was cooking. I was like, oh, this is weird, you know, because I'm always used to my mom being in the kitchen cooking or my grandma. So seeing a guy in the kitchen, it was interesting. And then it smelled amazing. And I was like, oh, my God, what is that? And her, she was like, I don't know. My dad's cooking, but it's going to be good because my dad is a great cook. And when we got upstairs, you know, it looked like it reminded me of roast, like roast beef. Right. And me right. being young, like, I'm not thinking, okay, this is some exotic meat, okay? It's just, it smelled good, it tastes good. And he was like, oh, I didn't think, you know, you would eat lamb. And I was like, this is lamb? Like, I've never, <laughs> like, I've had uh, oxtails. I'm of uh, Jamaican descent. So some things I eat are, you know, from my Jamaican heritage, but Lamb has not been one of them. I've never gone into a Jamaican restaurant and ordered lamb until after that day. And so I feel like your experience, your first ever experience with food or your introduction to food is how you grow up <laughs> and enjoy it and how your palate grows from there. Right. But barbecue right. sauce, that's interesting. I have never... Had it with barbecue sauce. I'm trying. Yeah, listen, I, I I tried kind of just tried something different and new, and uh, it worked, and that's the way I do it. So. <laughs> well, now we know you don't cook a lot, but when you do cook, or when you are out ordering food, what is your favorite meal to partake in, order, cook, prepare, all of the above? Um. Yeah. So. Man, that's a difficult question. Oh. I don't know if I have a favorite. If I, if I have a favorite, I like uh, pizza. I like a good pizza. Okay. Every once in a while, I will make you know just a pizza at home. Um, that way you can control the ingredients and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Again, I have to kind of watch what I eat, so I I make sure I control that. Um, when I do go out, I mean, I try to once again because of my condition, I try to uh, watch the red meats. So I will eat a lot of fish, salmon. Oh. I will, yeah, I will eat, uh, you know, try to get chicken, make sure it's it's uh, baked um, in just a, you know, skinless um, chicken breast or something like that. Um, so I, you know, I, uh, this is probably not too, <laughs> not too good of an episode for you guys because I, I, while I was a foodie, I can no longer be because of my condition, but I can still enjoy what I'm eating, right? So I enjoy definitely. Uh, I enjoy the pizzas uh, that I make. Uh, I enjoy um, my daughter. She was a vegetarian uh, oh. for a while, and uh, she um, got me hooked on uh, uh, making my own chili, vegetarian chili. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. I, I enjoy making that a lot. I had friends. Uh, and a matter of fact, now that this time of year is rolling around, I'll I make just a big pot of it, and I'll, I'll eat that every, you know, just kind of snack on that from time to time. I had a friend um, who would go uh, fishing, and they would he would catch a catch fish. One of them was called a talk talk, and uh, I'm not too big into fishing, so this is just the type of fish that they would catch. It was pretty big, right. would clean it and all that kind of stuff. And he would never eat it. I'm like. Which I didn't understand. So, well, like you going out fishing, he just enjoyed being out on the boat, and all that kind of stuff. You know, getting up at four in the morning, going out with the boys, and enjoying some brews, and just fishing all day. But he would never eat the fish that he caught. So he he would 
bring it to me a few times. And then I found this recipe for basically uh, talk, talk uh, chowder. Oh, wow. um, and I made that a few times and that came out great. I'm telling you, it was fantastic. So I've been trying to get him to bring me some more talk talk. Okay. I'm th- you are definitely dropping Jen. You're saying this is not going to be a good episode. This episode has turned out great. And I'm so happy <laughs> that you are on the show. And I'm happy you agreed to do this interview because oh, you have given me so many different <laughs> ideas and things to try out on my menu. So I definitely will be. I definitely highly recommend a talk to uh, Or, in matter of fact, I put um, that same recipe because I could not find any, um, you know, I, I couldn't find the particular fish that should have gone into the chowder. So I would just put whiting in into it, uh, cod at different right. times. So, right. I, so I would just try different, you know, white white fishes. That's what the talk talk is, some of that type of heavier white fish. So I just put all that kind of in, in there and I just try to, you know, change things up and it came out great. You know, a lot now of that stuff is, is, the other, is the other things that you put in, the potatoes, the corn, you know, just the nice heavy chowder, yeah. you know. But that's good to know, um, being in Virginia, uh, whiting is not their their fish of choice. So I'm quite <laughs> sure anything like close to that wouldn't be here. I would have to, you know, order it from somewhere else. And me being a New Yorker, it's it's kind of nerve wracking for some some things food wise because I'm used to having an abundance of ingredients and stuff that I can just go to the corner store and get. But being in Virginia, it's been a little bit of a challenge because I have to find certain gyms and hidden stores that carry certain ingredients. But I definitely appreciate the tip for other fish because I do have a lot of cod I cook with. I actually had cod for dinner tonight. So it's it's very easy for me to get codfish at least. So I definitely will be trying that. And I want to yeah. thank you again for doing this interview. Oh, my It has been awesome. So tell the people where they can, you know, get in contact with you, uh, find the podcast, et cetera. So uh, the podcast should be on major platforms, and I say should because sometimes I check with iHeartRadio and it's not there. So I've had to resubscribe there like three times. But anyway, uh, for Captain Hunter's podcast, it should be on iTunes. Well, it is on iTunes, Spotify. A breaker, tune in, um, any place that you find the major podcast. I also have a website. If anyone out there is uh, trying to become a police officer or they are are a police officer and wants to um, advance up through the ranks, I offer services where I help people take promotional tests and um, uh, interviewing. Even if you're not a police officer, you've just been struggling to get uh, uh, during some type of oral interview process, you're trying to get a job somewhere, and you just can't seem to land a job, you don't know what you're doing wrong, um, I offer my services. Uh, I can do those services through Skype or, or some other uh, platform like that, so I can look at your mannerisms, and we can tell. I can tell you what you're doing right and what you're doing wrong, even through your answers and things like that. And all that can be found on Hunter Police Training dot com. Just think of my last name, Hunter Police Training dot com. If you hit slash podcast, you can also listen to the podcast uh, on that website. Or once again, you can go to uh, iHeartRadio or iTunes or Google Play or whatever and uh, download the episodes uh, from there as well. So look, my website is Hunter Police Training dot com. 
and uh, the podcast is there. And also look for Captain Hunter's podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. That is amazing. Thank you so much yet again. And uh, when we come back, I'm going to leave you guys with a positive note. Welcome to Wakana, the crown jewel of CBD, providing you with relief from crown to toe with a vast array of products from power gummies, water solubles, body cream, and even lube. Or maybe you want to be educated in the world of CBD. You can enroll in Wakana University and become a Wakanapreneur in no time. Don't wait. Hop on over to ID dot wakana.com and become submerged in a life of cbd today ladies are you looking to step up your accessories game well look no further than miss sherry harding Miss Sherry is your new best friend, providing affordable lead and nickel-free paparazzi fashion jewelry with beautiful rings, bracelets, and coordinating earring and necklace sets that are sure to spice up your wardrobe. So stop by Miss Sherry Harden's Facebook page and grab you some spice for this season. Who knows, you may even be able to grab something special for the mister in your life. Are you enjoying this episode and you want to become a part of the show? Please be sure to like, follow, subscribe, and share on all social media platforms that involve cooking with positivity, which can be found on Facebook at Zykea McCoy Inc. or Zykea McCoy the Author or ZRZ Catering, and can also be found on Instagram under Zykea McCoy, on Snapchat under Zykea McCoy, on Twitter under Zykea McCoy, as well as ZykeaMcCoy.com and on YouTube with the logo. So make sure you join, tell us your story. We would love to hear your positive energy. Welcome back guys. I want to thank everybody for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed the show and be sure to tune in on Friday to see if you are our fun free Friday raffle winner and make sure you guys are playing the game. I will also be reading the Zodiac sign and horoscope for that day. It is Scorpio season, so I will be reading Whatever the horoscope is for Friday. And make sure you guys tune in. And I want to thank our guest, Mr. Lawrence Hunter. And make sure you guys go check out his podcast. It is very interesting and it's very commendable. And I've done his show. I can't wait to hear my interview as well as listen to the rest of the interviews that I've started listening to already. And I want to thank our CWP family member, Lisa Deshawn, 
for helping me co-host this thing today. And make sure you guys check her out on social media. She has multiple streams of income, multiple businesses. So you could be possibly doing business with Lisa Deshawn one day. And I'm going to leave you guys with this positive note. Choose positivity. We here at Cooking with Positivity believe that positivity is a choice. And when you choose positivity, you choose success. So choose positivity. It's very easy to choose that dark, ugly, negative thing. Complain about what's not going right. But choose positivity and you choose everything that is going right and everything that is right to come. And I hope everybody has a great and positive rest of their day.